Secret number four, the attractive character. I want to introduce you to our next speaker. He has a successful business online, making millions of dollars a year teaching men how to get women to approach them, the MC announced. Let's stand up and put our hands together for John Allenis. I watched as John walked on stage and told us that he didn't normally teach internet marketers how to sell stuff online, but that he knew the secrets that almost all of us were missing. He said that we were missing the same thing that his men are lacking when they hired him to teach them how to get women to approach them. Notice how I didn't say how to pick up women, he said. I show them how to get women to come to them. Big difference. Now, how many of you here would like to have customers come to you, he asked. As a self-proclaimed introvert who is scared to death of starting a conversation with people, I quickly shot up my hand. I looked around to see that the majority of the people in the room had their hands up as well. When I start working with a guy, the first thing I teach them is a concept called the attractive character. If you want to attract someone, you have to be attractive. And I'm not talking about your looks. I'm talking about your personality. He went on about some of the ways that he helps his men to pull out the elements of their life and story to create an attractive character that women would be drawn to. Then John stopped and said, I bet most of you here are wondering what in the world this has to do with you. If you want to get people to be attracted to you and your brand, you need to design your own attractive character that your market will be attracted to. He gave some ideas on ways that you could do that, and I started taking notes as fast as possible. When I got home from this event, I wanted to start implementing everything I had learned as fast as possible, but this one concept of the attractive character was the thing that made me the most nervous. I wasn't quite sure how to do it, so I looked over my notes and started to blend elements of my own attractive character into the things I was doing online. I started to share the elements into my emails. I tell stories during podcast interviews and when I would speak on stage. The first few times I spoke, I was still at school at Boise State University. I was a student athlete in the wrestling program, and when I spoke, I would tell that part of my story from stage. I talked about wrestling and coaches and the lessons I learned from the sport. When it was time to sell at the end of the presentation, I noticed that the people who came to the back to buy my products were mostly male athletes. They would say, hey man, I played football in college, or hey, I'm a lacrosse player. I didn't realize it at the time, but my story was promoting the parts of my attractive character that other male athletes could relate to, and it was attracting them into my tribe. A few years later, my wife and I were trying to start a family, but we were having troubles getting pregnant. We went through a long process, but after months with the fertility doctor, we ended up getting pregnant with twins. I remember speaking at a seminar, and for some reason, I felt like I should tell that story. I was kind of nervous because I didn't usually share intimate personal stories, but for whatever reason, I did share that story with the audience and tied it back to my presentation. Then I made an offer for them to buy one of my coaching packages like normal, but this time something different happened. When I looked to the back of the room, the athletes were still there, but now there was a whole new group of people signing up that I'd never seen before. They were wives, mothers, and families buying my products too. I thought, how interesting. I shared something about my family, and suddenly there's a new segment of the audience attracted to that part of my attractive character. This new audience segment suddenly felt they could relate to me, so they had enough trust to purchase from me. That had never happened before. Over the past decade that I've been in this industry, I've shared aspects of my attractive character in all aspects of the business. It's in the content that I post on the social platforms. It's in the ads that we run online. It's woven into the sales videos and the webinars that sell our products and the emails we send to our list, as well as fulfillment of everything else we sell. The attractive character is the thing that binds people to your value ladder. They come in looking for a result, but they stay because of their relationship with you. One of my favorite social influencers, Jenna Kucher, once said, a brand is the image 
image and the personality that the business applies to its offers. The value ladder contains all your offers, but the attractive character is the brand that you apply to the offers to increase their value even more. I want to share this concept of the attractive character now because it will be woven into everything you do inside of your funnels. You'll be using it in the messages on each page of your funnels and inside the sales scripts and the email follow-up messages. You'll also see it used in your ads and the content you are publishing to get traffic into your funnels. Inside of Expert Secrets, we go deeper into the attractive character. You'll learn how to use this character to tell stories that break people's false beliefs so that you can serve them at a higher level, how to become a leader, and so much more. This chapter is an introduction for you to understand the core frameworks, but I highly recommend reading Expert Secrets next to master communication between your market and your attractive character. As you start thinking about the things that you could incorporate into your attractive character, I want to share with you the highlights from my notes that I learned while hearing John All in this talk, as well as the things I've discovered over the past decade as I've been developing my own attractive character. I'll start with the elements of the attractive character. Attractive character elements. Attractive characters have a backstory and they share it often. People won't care about any of the success you've had and they won't follow you or your advice until they know that you've been where they are now. We mistakenly think that the key to leadership is to posture and show how great we are now, but the reality is that to build a following, they have to know that you've already walked the path that you're taking them on. You must become vulnerable and share the journey that got you to where you are today. I remember when I first had a conversation with Dr. Wollner about building out his own personal attractive character. The first question I asked him was, why did you become a chiropractor? He told me that it paid well and he got Fridays off. I knew that there had to be more to his backstory than that, so I kept asking questions. Eventually, we got past the surface level reasons and he told me the real story. I was actually going to dental school when my wife got into a car accident. She was in so much pain and I didn't know how to help her. We tried painkillers, went to medical doctors, and nothing seemed to work. Finally, someone convinced us to go to a chiropractor. I still remember sitting in his office, very skeptical about the process, until I watched him put his hands on my wife and get her out of pain. Within minutes, we saw a very noticeable difference, and within a few weeks, she was healed. After seeing what this man did for my wife, I realized that I wanted to have that type of impact on people as well. So I changed my major and spent the next few years of my life mastering the skill that changed our lives a few years earlier. And that is why I'm a chiropractor. Do you see how powerful that is? If your chiropractor, dentist, or financial planner told you their origin story about why they were here to serve you, wouldn't that change your relationship with them? The same is true in every business. Sharing your backstory is one of the fastest ways to build rapport with your people. Throughout this book, you've probably noticed that each chapter starts with the backstory about how I learned each secret. When I speak at events, I share my backstories and my emails, ads, podcast episodes, sales letters, and more. I share my backstories. I tell my stories over and over again to the point that I get tired of telling them. But you have to understand that you'll get tired of hearing your backstory way before your market gets tired of it. So you need to share it a lot. So my question for you is, what are the backstories that you can share that will build a relationship between you, the attractive character, and your dream customers? Attractive characters speak in parables. The best teachers in the world teach in parables. Regardless of your religious beliefs, if you've read the New Testament, then you've seen how the greatest teacher of all time, Jesus Christ, taught almost everything during his ministry in parables. As you're reading this book, or if you're following me anywhere else online, you notice that I try to teach every concept with some type of parable or short story to help my ideas and concepts stick in your mind. For example, when I teach people about the fact that they can make money selling information products, I don't just tell them that they can, I tell them the story about how I first did it selling a 
DVD teaching people how to make a potato gun. That parable now makes the concept real inside the listener's mind and helps them to remember that concept forever. I have other stories I share when I have difficult concepts I need my listeners to understand. One example of this is when I'm trying to sell something to people. I need them to understand the concept of investing versus buying. I could just tell them that buying my product is an investment that will help them, but that wouldn't stick for most people. So I pull out my parable I learned from my wrestling coach, Mark Schultz. That parable goes a little something like this. I had just moved into the dorms and gone to my very first wrestling practice where I had an awesome time meeting my teammates and coaches. That night, there was a knock on my door. When I opened it, there stood Coach Schultz. He was an Olympic gold medalist as well as the winner of UFC 9, where he stepped into the octagon with less than 24 hours notice and no formal training and destroyed his opponent. As he walked into my dorm room, he handed me a videotape that was titled Total Violence. The footage held the highlights of his wrestling career. As I looked at the tape, he asked me to give him my wallet. A little surprised, but too afraid to say anything to the strongest man I'd ever personally met, I pulled my wallet out of my pocket and I gave it to him. He opened it up, took all my money out, and handed me back an empty wallet. I was kind of confused, but too nervous to say anything. He then told me, Russell, if I gave you that tape for free, you'd never watch it. But because you paid for it, I know that you're going to watch it and you're going to learn from it. And with that, he walked out the door. That night, my coach taught me the power of investment. He was right. Because I had made that investment, I did watch the tape over and over, and I became a better wrestler because of it. Now, I share that parable almost any time I'm going to ask somebody to make an investment with me because I know that potential customers want success, but I know that they can't have it unless they make that investment. Do you see how sharing that parable is so much more powerful than just telling somebody that they need to make a personal investment? Look through your life and I promise you'll start finding these little parables that can help illustrate important points. You can also draw parables from the lives of others. Just know that when you stop teaching only facts and start teaching through parables, your message will stay with an audience longer. Start building out a Rolodex of parables you can use again and again. Attractive characters share their character flaws. This next element is one most people really struggle with sharing, but it's the most important one to share because it makes you relatable and real. You need to understand that every believable three-dimensional attractive character has flaws. Think about your favorite characters in movies, books, and TV shows. Every character you've bonded with emotionally has flaws, right? One of my favorite examples is Superman. He's the man of steel. He's invincible. Nobody can kill him. As a storyline, though, that's not very exciting. But when you introduce Kryptonite and his concern for the welfare of his family, suddenly he has vulnerabilities and flaws. He becomes an interesting character who more people care about. If you follow the history of comic books, you'll know that the reason that Marvel franchises have been able to dominate over DC, even though DC had a huge head start on them, is because of Stan Lee. He knew the characters needed to have flaws for people to relate to them. While initially all of DC characters were similar to Superman, Stan Lee's characters almost all started as normal humans with flaws who received superpowers later. Think Spider-Man, Iron Man, and the Hulk. No one wants to hear about the perfect person because you can't relate. Yet most of us try to put on a perfect facade for our audiences, thereby alienating the real men and women we are trying to reach. Conversely, as soon as you're vulnerable with your audiences and show that you're not perfect because you have character flaws, they will start to empathize with you. They'll like you more because you are like them, not perfect. Attractive characters harness the power of polarity. Another challenge people face when communicating with their audiences is trying not to offend anyone. So instead of being a relatable person, speakers become bland and stay neutral on many topics, only sharing safe things that everyone will love. 
Here's the problem. While that sounds like the logical thing to do, appeasing everyone, the problem is that being neutral is boring. When attractive characters try to win the votes of everyone, they end up reaching no one. Instead, attractive characters are typically very polarizing. They share their opinions on hard matters and they stick to their guns, no matter how many people disagree with them. They draw a line in the sand and when they take their stand for what they believe in, they split the audience into three camps. Those who agree with them, those who are neutral, and those who will disagree with them. As you start to create that polarization, it'll change your Fairweather fans into diehard fans who will follow what you say, share your message, and buy from you time after time. One of the best examples of this concept is Howard Stern. He's very polarizing. People either love him or they hate him. But as you can see from his following, people are listening. Think about the podcasts you listen to. Think about the blogs and the books you read. Do the attractive characters that you have bonded with and follow have a polarizing effect on you? Are there people you still follow and listen to even though you can't stand them or their messages? It's very interesting that we spend just as much time listening to, talking about, and sharing things from people that we despise as we do treasuring the wisdom from our favorite people. Yet if any of those characters weren't so polarizing, chances are you wouldn't even know who they were. Being polarizing is kind of scary sometimes. It's scary knowing that once you start sharing your opinions, there will probably be a group of people who disagree with you and will voice their opinions online. If you search for me online, you're going to find out there are people who love me and there are people who hate me. That's just the way it is. If you're neutral, no one will hate you, but no one will know who you are either. As soon as you start taking sides on important issues, you'll develop haters, but you'll also develop a group of raving fans. Those raving fans are the people who will buy your products and services. If nobody's talking about you, then nobody knows who you are. It's time to step out of that neutral space and start sharing your opinions. Bring the things that you care about into the open. Attractive character identity. Your attractive character will typically take on one of the following types of identities. You get to pick which one you want to be, and once we go over the choices, the right one will probably jump out at you. When you get your identity together, it's going to shape how you communicate and interact with your audience. The leader. The identity of the leader is usually assumed by people whose goal it is to lead their audiences from one place to another. Most leaders have a similar backstory to that of their audiences and therefore know the hurdles and the pitfalls their audience members will likely face on the journey to get the ultimate results. Usually the desired result has already been achieved by the leader and their audience has come looking for help along the same path. I'm sure there are leaders you follow in different aspects of your life and this may be the role that you are most comfortable for you when you're communicating with your audience. The adventurer. The adventurer is usually someone who's very curious, but they don't always have all the answers. So they set out on a journey to discover the ultimate truth. They bring back treasures from their journey and share them with their audience. This identity is very similar to the leader, but instead of leading their audiences on a journey to find a result, they're more likely to bring back the answers and give it to them. The reporter. This identity is often one that people use when they have not yet blazed a trail to share with their audience, but they have a desire to. So they put on the hat of a reporter or evangelist to go and discover the truth. Typically, people who use this identity interview dozens, hundreds, or even thousands of people and share those interviews and all they've learned along the way with their audience. This is the identity that I used when I got started. I didn't know a lot about marketing online myself, so I started interviewing people. I became a reporter, just like Larry King or Oprah, because I started interviewing all these cool people and sharing their stories and the lessons, I started building an audience of my own. People kept seeing me with these other high-profile people, and over time, I became associated with them. My status went up because I was constantly in the company of high-status people. The knowledge and credibility I gained from being a reporter naturally evolved into my coaching career. Becoming a reporter is a great way to start a business in a niche that you're excited to explore. The Reluctant Hero 
This is my personal identity now and typically the one that I share with my tribe. This is the humble hero who doesn't really want the spotlight or any fuss made over their discoveries, but they know the information or the secrets they have are so important that they must overcome their shyness and share them with the world. There's a moral duty that compels them to share all they know. Many of you may feel this way naturally. The spotlight is uncomfortable, but you know that you need to be there. If that's you, the reluctant hero is the perfect identity for you. Play the part. Leader, adventurer, reporter, or reluctant hero. You probably identify strongly with one of these four archetypes. Determine which type is a good fit and build out your own attractive character using the traits for that identity. If you're an adventurer, tell stories of the adventure. If you're a leader, tell stories about where you've been and where you are going. If you're choosing the right identity for you, it should be fairly easy to take on that role. If you're struggling to create your attractive character, perhaps you should take another look at your identity. Attractive character storylines. Becoming a master storyteller is one of the most important roles of the attractive character. Inside Expert Secrets, we go deep into story structure and how to build out your own story inventory of stories that you can use. But for this section, I wanted to give you six of the most basic story frameworks that you can use as you're communicating with your audience. Loss and Redemption. Loss and Redemption stories are very powerful because they show the upside of going through hardship or meeting challenges. You start by telling about some level of success that you've accomplished, but then because of some trial, you lost it all. This storyline will relate to any of your fans or followers who are currently at a time of loss in their lives. As you tell your redemption journey, they will receive faith and hope that by following you, they can experience something similar in their lives. Us versus Them You want to use us versus them stories to polarize your audience. Who you define as us in your audiences, people who do the types of things that they need to be successful with what you're selling, versus them, those who don't comply with what you need them to do. Using these types of stories will draw your raving fans even closer and give them a rallying cry against what they don't want to become. Before and After These are stories of transformation, and they work great in any market. For example, in the weight loss market, you may show you before and after pictures and tell the story of your journey. In financial markets, you can show your home before your success and then after. Every product or service promises a result. So the question is, what was life like for you before you applied the result, and what does it look like now? Amazing Discovery Every day on your journey to help serve your dream customers, you should be discovering new things that can help them on their journey. Tell the stories about what you're discovering, how it's helped you, and how it can help them as well. Secret Telling You've probably noticed from the titles of my first three books that this is one that I go to a lot. What secrets do you know or have you heard from other people that you can share with your audience? Even as a kid, when someone told me they had a secret, it would drive me crazy until I found out exactly what it was. The same is true online. A good secret can pull someone into your story better than almost anything else you can do. Third-person testimonial. Sharing other people's success with your products and services provides powerful social proof. Get as many third-person testimonials from your customers, clients, and students as you can. Then tell their stories over and over. Exercise, the attractive character. Now that I've told you the elements, identities, and storylines for the attractive character, I want to show you some examples of people in our funnel hacking community who have used this process to build out their own attractive character. Read the supplemental PDF to see examples of people just like you who have taken this exercise and finished it, and then spend some time in the following exercise defining your attractive character that you'll be sharing with your dream customers.